Welcome, everybody. Ying Yang, the podcast is live as promised at 11 o'clock. We are live tonight on all platforms. That includes TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our Reddit regular studio. So you'll see us across all platforms again. Now, just a reminder to everyone, we can only see your comments if you post them in Riverside, Facebook, or TikTok. They do not pop up when we're live streaming on YouTube and Twitch because we're using a streaming software. So if you do comment on either Twitch or YouTube, we will get back to you after the fact. I keep an eye on our Facebook. Gina keeps an eye on our Riverside. And we both keep an eye on our TikTok as we're going. So welcome, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) So, of course, we are going to start with our disclosure because Thanksgiving is a controversial topic, which actually some of us on this call might not have known. So we're going to go and dive into that a little bit tonight. But before we start, disclosure always. So we're going to go ahead and play the disclosure for you. Now, TikTok, you may or may not be able to hear this, but we are going to play it as loud as we possibly can so that hopefully you can hear it. Ying Yang the podcast does not own rights to any background music or noise you may hear. This podcast is completely opinion-based and may include adult content, adult language, and verbiage not suitable for any underage viewers. Information found in this podcast may not contain exact accuracy as it is opinion-based. Please listen at your own risk. All right, guys. So with that being said, we're going to walk right into our podcast. Tonight's podcast is about Thanksgiving, the past and the present. Mm -hmm. So for starters, I'm just going to ask, and I'm going to ask very bluntly, Sheena, do you celebrate Thanksgiving? Yes. Okay. I do also. Um, But I wanted to ask that for everyone so that they know going into this, (laughs) you know, our opinions are going to be based on people that celebrate. Um, And I will tell you, I had a very long in-depth conversation with someone who doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. Um, And I was able to ask a lot of informative questions. Um, So that that was good. I like to educate myself because I never want to come on here and sound ignorant. However, should a time ever come that I do sound ignorant, please, whoever you are, call me out. Love it. Don't mind it at all. <laughs> right. Constructive criticism. Right. <laughs> yeah. Tell me. Tell me I'm saying something wrong. So um, Thanksgiving. What do you know about like the first Thanksgiving, Sheena? Not a thing. Well, I wouldn't say not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think back in school because I haven't, I mean, listen, I got a lot going on. So I don't really follow holidays and all kinds of stuff, especially history. But if I'm pulling back from my memory back in school days, I do remember something about, you know, we had a, was it the, um right, the Indians came over and had a meal with everybody. Am I thinking right? No. 
Tell me. Okay, no, you, no, you kind of are. Listen, and so in that knowledge, so you know, that is the basic knowledge. You know, when they teach us these things in school, they don't teach us all the bad that happened. They don't teach us all the negative things that happen. They teach us what they want us to hear and want us to celebrate. So that's what you got to remember. It's a game to the American government. It doesn't mean that I don't (laughs) celebrate. It just means that I'm smart enough at the young age of 28 or 29. I don't remember what lie I told. Um, But at the age that I am, I'm intelligent enough to realize that maybe this isn't something we should have celebrated. Yeah. So I agree from where it originated to it, I guess, blossom into a family function where, you know, right. You just get together. Well, and that's, that's the biggest thing. And that's the part that I really want to kind of, explain um and i say that in a in a defensive way because all right so let me just let me put it all out there thanksgiving this is what i know about the first one i know it happened in 1621 according to letters that were written Mm -hmm. i know that there are around 50 colonists and only 22 of them were either women or children Um, The rest were men. And that was because women and children were the first people to perish when the people on the Mayflower settled. So they got there in like 1620. The Thanksgiving happened in 1621 as a celebration for a good harvest. You know, all these good harvests came from the summer, going into the fall. All this good food was made. All these and the the two the colonists and the Indians came together to have this meal so that everyone could eat. There was um, a, a Native American and and I don't forgive me that I don't remember his name. It's just really hard to remember such intricate details. Um, but there was an Indian who was there who more or less like interpreted for everybody because he could speak um, English also. So. Now, the person that I consulted with that does not participate is a Native American. And she explained to me that the reason her culture does not participate is because Thanksgiving was the celebration of stealing the Native American's land. Oh, wow. And I can tell you that I am not one to argue with that. I Yeah, I don't doubt that is true. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of American culture. That's who how about we to are. say it's still <laughs> probably it's still going on today, so yeah. It is, and that's and I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's happened. But that also happened in sixteen twenty one. And we are now in twenty twenty three and it has evol- evolved into a family holiday to celebrate your family and and the good harvest throughout the year. And by harvest, that doesn't mean food or money anymore. Harvest means the good love or the good health or whatever it is that your family wants to celebrate. Thanksgiving is, in my opinion, a time for everyone to come together and be in good spirits with good food and and your family around to talk about everything that you've accomplished or not accomplished in that year. And I don't know about other people, but that's how I look at Thanksgiving. 
So when we talk about the past, I don't doubt that it happened, but there's nothing I can do now to help what happened then. That's true. Can't do nothing about it now, but acknowledge that it did happen or acknowledge that we know the heritage or acknowledge the heritage. And honestly, that may be the only thing Native Americans are asking for at this point, you know, but I'm just going to be as honest as I can. And this is not meant with any disrespect or disregard whatsoever, but it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. You know, and that's I say that from a place of this is the American government We're we're the biggest bullies in the world. You know, people be like, no, we're not, we're not, not. we are. We <laughs> look are. at we history. Get, yeah, we, we <laughs> get everybody business. <laughs> and bully them into what we want. Yep, yep. And if, if we don't get what we want in the end, we create a war. Mm-hmm. And we'll just, you know, borrow some more money from China to pay for it. Right. Because we have to. Which Ooh. I really don't want to get on that subject because. No. I know. If I go there, we're going to be on this thing for hours. (laughs) Because I just, for the life of me, cannot figure out who agreed. Now, we, we are our own country. We got our own printers. Why are we borrowing money from other countries? We could just print more, right? (laughs) Well, and that's kind of, I mean, I know that that's not the right way to look at things like oh you're a <laughs> national debt da 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 just but put I don't more money like we, <laughs> i don't feel like we'd be in that much debt if we quit going to war with everybody and stop minding other people's business yeah mind the business that pays you you know stay in your lane america right, needs america, to stay in their lane we don't stay see, in our lane we be we in don't. everybody else's lane we listen america is like them. world star <laughs> Like so, like other countries be like, oh man, this is going horribly wrong. World star and America just shows up. Mm-hmm. We're here. We're here. What's going on? What's going on? We want to be part of it. We right. want to have an opinion. Yeah. We want to take over, be in control. Meanwhile, you know, half of the people in the country that make less than $75,000 can afford Thanksgiving for their family this year. Right. You know, and... There's a lot of people who didn't get to eat. Right, and that's the biggest thing. Like, as a property manager, um, and I work in tax credit housing, so I see a lot. And, you know, I work with different churches. I made made sure that all of my tenants had a meal. I don't don't play that. I'll work with churches. I'll work extra hours. I'll figure it out to make sure that every family on my sites have a meal for their family for Thanksgiving, you know, whatever needs to be done because that's who I am as a person. However, this year with the cost and, and Thanksgiving was rough, man. And it's not like we have a lot of people, you know, I had one of my friends came up from Atlanta um, and I've talked about him before on the podcast, you know, one of my closest friends came up from Atlanta and then I had a cousin that came down from North Carolina and then it was me, my mom and my partner. And Thanksgiving still cost us a few hundred dollars. 
And we didn't do nothing special. We didn't go all out or nothing like that. Girl, you did go all out. You went all the way to the grocery store. That's that's right. all out nowadays. Yes, you, you and that's, did too much. Man, I was hoping. Store. I ain't gonna lie. Me and my mom had to go out and run a couple errands on Black Friday, and we stopped by the grocery store. And I flat asked, like, "Is there any Black Friday specials?" And my mom was like, "Do not embarrass me. They don't have Black Friday specials at the grocery store." I they was like, "Man, to? this is the place that need it." Man, I need me a good 99 cent dozen eggs this time, man. <laughs> For real. 75% off of, you know, a Some ham meat. or something. Right. <laughs> Listen, after all them prices for Thanksgiving, like I didn't even want nothing no more. I wouldn't. Nah, we don't need no pumpkin pie. We don't need no mashed potatoes. Girl, we don't need none of that, man. Man, I, I, I remember. High. I even told you know because my mom, I, I grew up in an Irish household, so my mom believes in cooking. You know, she don't, she don't play that instant stuff or <laughs> or that easy stuff. She won't get in the kitchen cooked. <laughs> you know, so um. So I was like, man, we could even do instant potatoes. That's going to be cheaper. My mom was like, we ain't doing all instant potatoes. We're going to buy whole potatoes. Man, whole potatoes are expensive. I need some 99 cents. It's not even 99 cents for the 99 cent bag of potatoes. Potatoes no more. That's $1.29 now. Far from it. Mm-hmm. $1.25. We were at like $2.95 or $2.95. I think it was like $2.95 for that bag we brought. Oh, y'all probably got the fam. Yeah, the family size went up from the dollar forty nine to two something now. Um, but it's that's the point. Like, eat. I'd be like, you know what? Can I afford to eat today? Maybe tomorrow. Listen, and America <laughs> got the most dang holidays, man. We just put them all together. We like, ooh, it's a new month. Let's get a new holiday. What Let's are we make doing? People spend money they ain't really got just so they can front for a holiday. It's a random one too. Like, what holidays in January? Hmm. The first day, New Year's, duh. I was. Um, I just lost it. I was like, well, I don't even know what holidays in January. But right, and I was like, is then we got Valentine's Day. day. <laughs> then it's what? Well, okay, Valentine's Day. Then St. Patrick's Day. Then Easter, and that takes us to May, which is Father's Day. No, Mother's um, Day is in May. Mother's Day? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Father's Day's in June, right? Right. Okay, so Mother's Day, and then Juneteenth, and Father's mm-hmm. Day, then July 4th. Oh, we also skipped Memorial Day in May. Um, Then we got July 4th, then August is when most kids go back to school, in the South anyways. Oh, it's different in the North, it's usually September. Um. And then Girl, September, they got, we every got month they got something going Labor on. Labor Day, October, Halloween, November. Yeah, every single month. That's and I don't know. Do y'all not notice that this is when we all be spending money at the stores? Listen, we need to start a new thing. We're we all collectively like a group of us. Like, how about Sheena, me, you? Let's get like your brothers on board. Maybe your sister in law. Where we all decide like we just not gonna buy gifts. We gonna put. You know, that $25 we was going to buy a gift for the person for that holiday and put it in a little fund. And at the end of the year, let's all go somewhere. That'd be dope. You know, we can get a big Airbnb out on the lake or something. Right. Instead of eating Um, out, just cut out one of your eating out meals and put that into a fund. And then at the end of the year, have a big family vacation. 
You know, you figure everybody put in like 400 bucks and boom, you got a phenomenal family vacation at the end of the year. Everything paid mm-hmm. for. That's a dope idea. Do it during That's a really good idea. To give thanks we to might, all your family. We might talk to people about that next year. But anyway, y'all, <laughs> we're talking about Thanksgiving tonight. Ignore us. We we went on a little sidetrack there about some vacation time. So, um, <laughs> right. We was in our own little <laughs> world for a minute. <laughs> <clears throat> so with that being said, y'all, I'm really curious about the Native American aspect of it because I do know that we came over here and I say we because I'm an American, you know, I I was born in this country. I was raised in this country, despite how incompetent I feel like our government is on a constant basis. It's still my country, you know, so that's why I say we. I definitely wasn't around on the Mayflower. I'm not that old. Um, I mean, I guess I could pass for like 500. We could we could say that. You know, I'm 480 years old. So, um. <laughs> okay. You look but, good um, for 400. Thank you, girl. It's it's the moisture, <laughs> moisturize, moisturize. Um, moisturize. <laughs> but, <laughs> but for real, I mean, like, I know that. We came over here and we took land and we didn't just take land. We murdered thousands of Native Americans, thousands. We acted like this was our country and we took it. It's a tragedy. It is. It's beyond a tragedy. And then it was so wrong what was done to Native Americans to push them to other, you know, they they pushed most of them out towards Nevada. And it's crazy to me that they would send all of them out west and then take that land too. And so that's why, to me, I think that a lot of the the pain is still there just for like, for instance, Sheena, like with your culture, you know, there are a lot of people that believe in your culture that there should be some kind of reprimands for things that happen to um, people who were slaves in the past. Um, and I understand that. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I I agree there. Um, but I guess it's just like the Thanksgiving people just, I guess, wants them to acknowledge. Right. And that's that's what I don't get. Acknowledgement. That's that's what I don't get. Like I get that the government's not gonna do anything financial. They're gonna say no matter what that they weren't the cause of it. I mean, if you think about it, stop acting like it never happened. Right. And that's all that I think that both African Americans and Native Americans want. Mm -hmm. You know, and and I get it. I I don't I didn't until I was a grown up. Which wasn't until like two years ago, y'all, for real. I'm not really 400. I'm really like 26. Um, I get younger and younger as the podcast goes on. Um, (laughs) So my biggest thing is it's not the money that everyone's – it's the acknowledgement of the situation. And I don't understand why that can't happen. Like – I wasn't around for that. And I didn't know much about my culture until I got much older in life. You know, I had to do a lot of research to find out that 
the the people in in my heritage also came over and we came over as indentured servants and so what that means for irish culture is we came over and we were handed to a person and we had to work as a servant in that person's house until we paid off the debt of $50,000, which back then is equivalent to like a half a million now. So Irish culture went through the same thing, but it happened up North and it happened with all the rich people. So it was never acknowledged that it was happening. And if you didn't pay off your debt and you had children, Guess who had to work for them to then pay off your debt? Your children. Yep. So it it was a cycle that, and a lot of people, you don't hear much about that, and, and we don't talk much about that as a culture, but the reason that we don't is, and I had to learn this, just so you know, because when I first found out about this, I was angry. I was like, you know, how could people treat people like that? Man, you know, people... So we was treating people all kind of wrong ways back then. Mm-hmm. All kind mm-hmm. of wrong ways. If you were not European, it just you... and what was weird to me is the North and and I don't I don't mean weird in like a I think it was wrong way, guys. Let me explain that. I'm speaking from a perspective of someone that came from a line of indentured servants. So if you think back to my heritage, that's where I came from. But it's weird to me that the North. Spoke mm-hmm. so badly of the South and during that time, saying all those things about, you know, slavery is wrong. They were literally doing the same thing to Irish people at the same exact time. <laughs> the only difference was if they could get to a point where they were paid off, they could then be free. But most of those numbers were unrealistic numbers. Right. Would, the family would come over and they would be like, okay, it's $100,000 for your family. And back then that was like $2 million. And they would be like, oh, well, how do we do that? And they were like, oh, you work for minimum wage, which back then was like a dollar a week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you live here in our quarters. You know, you live in the basement. Your kids live in the basement. All y'all live in that one room. Figure it out. Um, and then they turn around and be like, what the South is doing is wrong. Y'all were doing the same thing. Y'all were just doing it on different standards. It was all the same thing. So grimy. Yeah. And that's, I mean, but if you look at the history, it's still that today, you know? So we're going to get a a little off of. world out there. (sighs) So. Okay, I got to share the story with everybody on our podcast. When I moved to Georgia, <laughs> I was here for like two months. And two months into me moving here, everybody was telling me, like, you got to be careful out in Georgia, this and that and that and this. And I live in the mountains. I don't live in the city. I don't live in Atlanta. I don't even really go down to Atlanta if I can avoid it. Um, but I live up in the mountains. But I was only here for two months. My mom had just literally handed me a car. Um, because I had, you know, I came down here with pretty much nothing. I walked away from a bad marriage. Um, so I came down here. My mom gave me a car the day after my mother gave me this vehicle, literally the day after my mother gave me this vehicle, I was driving back from subway. So excited to not have a car payment anymore. So excited to have a car that was paid off driving, driving, boom, 
Y'all, I hit a dog eating another dog in the middle of the highway. (laughs) And I didn't know what to do. Like, I, I don't get in accidents. I don't, I'm a very careful driver, y'all. But apparently you just can't see dogs in the middle of a highway in the, in the dark in the mountains. And this is a different kind of dark. I don't care if nobody tells y'all. If y'all ever come to the mountains, bring all of your flashlights because it is so dark out here. There are no road lights. It is so dark all it the time. It really is. Your, a light on your flashlight is not I mean, on your cell phone. phone. Yeah, it's no, it don't do nothing. It's not going to make a difference. Y'all, when I first hit it, I had, I pulled out my cell phone and was trying to look and the officer came up to him because I called the police. I know what to do. I was like, I just hit something. He was like, what is that? I was like, I don't know. I hope it's not a person. So I pulled up my phone and all I could see was something really big running across the street. And I watched it get hit again. Now the person on the other side of the road, they were yelling, I hit a bear. And so then I'm talking to the officer and I'm like, officer, they're saying it was a bear. And so where I'm at in Georgia, if you go 15 minutes to my right is North Carolina, 15 minutes to my left is South Carolina. And then I'm right here on the tip of Georgia. So I was in North Carolina when this happened, coming back to the subway. And the officer told me that in North Carolina, they regulate bears. So if a bear was the one that caused the damage to your car, you could go after the state of North Carolina for some form of reimbursement. And they might help fix your car. Oh. But I'm not a liar, y'all. I'm not... I'm not good at lying, especially to the police. They make me like, when I when I see the police, I'm one of those over-nervous people. Like, I, I be telling them too much of my business. They be like, where are you coming from? I be like, I just bought three things of eggs and a gallon of milk at the grocery store. And I was on aisle 17 for four minutes and 38 seconds. I get nervous. Girl, we cannot so, <laughs> take you nowhere. <laughs> now, listen, no. Like, I'm... I, but I don't get pulled over, and that's why I get so nervous because I always, for the most part, look very professional. <laughs> oh, and if I don't look really professional, I look like I just came out of yoga class. So <laughs> those are the two <laughs> options you get with me. I either look really professional, yoga class, or homeless, which y'all will see eventually. You know, that's like me with my hair, messy bun, sweatpants, and a t-shirt, and may or may not have, you know, shoes on my feet. Um, but... <laughs> But <laughs> that's you know I just those are the only modes I have. I don't know how to how to have other modes, so I don't get pulled over that often. So when but anyways, this cop was like, you know, that's why they're saying it's a bear. Or do you think it was a bear, ma'am? And I'm standing there, <laughs> and the people are like, it was a bear. Say it was a bear. And I'm looking at this cop, and I, for the life of me, can't be like, this was a, it wasn't a bear, man. Bears don't run that fast. And I only know that because I saw a bear the week before. So, so you I was told the like, truth? Man, I, I, so this is what I said. I said, listen, I can't confirm nor deny <laughs> that it was a bear. <laughs> but to me, it kind of looked like a German shepherd. <laughs> so, maybe it was a bear. Maybe it was maybe a German it was shepherd. No shepherd. <laughs> But, um, and then the cop was like, well, it's a doggy dog world. And that's why that whole story just came up in my head, y'all, because Sheena just said, it's a doggy dog world. And so I had that story just popped in my head. I know it was random, had nothing to do with Thanksgiving or what we're talking about now, but 
Oh my god! It popped in my head, but that's when I learned that out here in the mountains, you got to be real careful because like random animals be all over the place, like all the time. Like my neighbor has a goat. A goat. Um, and the goat just be outside like it's normal. Um, but it is normal down here. A lot of people have goats and pigs and chickens. When I'm at work, like we have chickens on the farm that's next to my job, and I'm a property manager, so these chickens just be walking through our apartment complex occasionally their pig will get loose and you'll see a bunch of people running after it through our apartment complex that's like, weird it's... that's like a weird setup because you got a car apartment <laughs> complex next door to a farm mm-hmm. it's like something is in the city next to the country but it's like <laughs> right that's next how door. it is out here everything is just and people just know each other. Like, a pig will show up, and I'm like, oh, man, there's a pig. And they'll be like, it's okay. It's Bob's. I already called him. <laughs> y- y'all know whose pig it is? Like, I didn't even know pigs looked different until I moved out here. And out here, they don't have regular chickens. They got, like, weird, puffy white chickens with, like, mohawks. And that's the Anyways, mountain. y'all. Yeah, it's, it's uh, whatever. Y'all, I don't know. I um, You ever heard of that movie, Deliverance? I heard of it. I don't think I ever watched it, though. That movie was filmed out here. It, well, I mean, don't watch it. It's a, so it's not a horrible movie. The acting in it is okay. The storyline behind it is real, but it's racist. Um, But that, that movie like was filmed. Based on true story movies? Based on here. So, yeah, you should definitely watch it before you come down next time, Sheena. I'll then take you to meet the guy that plays the banjo. He works at our Walmart now. So, um, anyways, um, well, now you, I've got to go watch it because you got me intrigued. Well, yeah, go watch it. Get back to me. Is it like it's, a horror movie, or is going to be like it's a horror? Really well, all, it's it's, it's going to be to them. It's a horror off. movie. Oh, it's about to be something out of pocket, ain't it? It's a horror movie from back in the day. And it's it's just weird. Like, it's not it's not the kind of movies we watch these days. But it's definitely a movie. If you want kind of a depiction of what life was here before it was modernized, that's definitely it. And there's still parts of this area that are like that. So. Well, that's scary. Yeah. Try being your brother. Anyways, Thanksgiving. So we've talked about the past. We've kind of talked about the present. Sheena, what does Thanksgiving mean to you? Just like a time to get together with, um, I'm going to say your loved ones, like your friends and family or people who you hold dear to you. And just celebrate life and celebrate your accomplishments and your goals and your dreams and just give thanks um, for where you are in your life and give thanks to God. Okay. And what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for the breath I have in my body. That I wake up every morning to keep doing what I got to do, supply my needs, supply what I need, as well as what my son needs to make sure he got everything that he needs so he can be successful in life. And I'm just thankful for my family, people that I have that in my corner 
It has my back, and I ain't got to second-guess it. So I'm just thankful for all that. So what's your superficial thankful thing? Like, you know, everybody has that one thing that they're not really supposed to say that they're thankful for, but they really are. Oh, you sound like material stuff? Maybe. Maybe. I'm thankful for coffee. Whoever created that dang on coffee bean. Yes. Lord, I am thankful for you. I owe all my sanity to you. <laughs> Man, you, you owe all your sanity to the coffee people. Oh, man, they can give my last quarter. I swear to God, whoever invented the call, you need my last quarter. Here, here you go. For real, I'm thankful for that cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. I need one right about now. Listen, I I get it because coffee keeps me going. <laughs> And don't never fail. Y'all don't never see me on here without a coffee cup. There hasn't been one episode. Pull up any episode. I bet you I got a coffee cup in it. Probably a different one, too, because I like coffee cups. They're one of my favorite things in the world. So, you know. Um, you thankful for that coffee cup? <laughs> listen, so, and, you know, I, I kind of had to do some soul searching on Thanksgiving to think about what I was really thankful for. Because, of course, I'm thankful for my family and I'm I'm thankful for my support system. I'm thankful that I have a job that allows me to pay my bills, you know. And I'm thankful that I have a partner in life that accepts me for the hot mess of crazy that I am on a normal basis. Um, So, of course, I'm thankful for those things. But then I had to kind of really dig because... I'm not one of those people that ever feel like I need to go out of my way to do any one thing. Um, Of course, I do. I love coffee. I I love coffee. I love, love, love (laughs) coffee. (laughs) Um, But I had to think about like what has really made a difference in my life. and. Y'all, I know they're not always right. And I know sometimes they're a bigger headache than worth the trouble. But I am thankful for the people that go out of their way every single day to deal with the general public and help try to diagnose things that we have no idea what's going on. So this Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for my doctors, you know. And anyone that knows me personally knows I've been through a lot of a lot of medical issues over the last 30 years. I mean, 20, 24 years, the last 24 years, because I'm 24 now, because um, we're further in the podcast. I only get younger. Um, so I never, I always just, when people come and rent an apartment, you see a property manager. That's my job. That's it. You know, and I've always kind of correlated doctors the same way. Um, You know, I came to you to find out what's wrong and that's your job. So there you go. Until my current doctor, you know, but this, my, my primary care that I have now is a lot different from primary cares I've had in the past because she doesn't tiptoe around things with me. She doesn't say this she tells me like it is like hey you're doing great in this but you got to tighten up on this 
or you're doing great here, but you got to tighten up on this, you know, and there's never a hesitation. And I don't think that there's enough moments in the world that doctors are told to thank you. Not that they need it. That's not, they went to school to do this because it was their passion. They wanted to do it, you know, but I don't think they're told thank you enough by far. Um, and I know a lot of people don't believe in going to doctors and I'm actually, anyone that knows me and Sheena know that we have like this spiritual hippie gypsy fairy vibe to us. That's just who we are. So, but I go to, because of the medical issues I've been through in the past and very big on my doctors, um, you know, and, and I know that Sheena has a regular doctor that she goes to, too, you know, so and me and her actually just were talking about we weren't talking about the podcast earlier. We were talking about insurance earlier and we were talking about how our biggest thing was insurance is we never want to have to leave our primary care doctors. Like if my insurance changed, if my company switched out for a different company and they didn't cover my doctor anymore, I I might pay oh, out of pocket to go see my doctor. <laughs> yeah, like this is because it's like no, that's my doctor. That's man, that's my girl. That's I don't want to talk to nobody else. She she knows all my business already. Um, so I have to find somebody new <laughs> that I have to entrust with all my business. No, <laughs> right, right. So for me, the thankfulness this year comes for doctors, and it comes for people that have to work in these very stressful, inflated situations. Um, Black Friday, when I went out, I didn't go to many places. Um, we only hit like three or four places. And we weren't going Black Friday shop, Friday shopping. We we're actually doing like regular shopping that we should have just done before Black Friday. <laughs> um, you wanted but, to be in them crowds. <laughs> listen, it was so much. We needed to get stuff. We're going on a cruise. Um, but I needed to get some last minute stuff for the cruise from a certain store. And the only day I was going to have time to do it was going to be Friday because I work all week next week. So I had to go get this certain soap. <laughs> and so we had to go into all these crowds. So, but the way that I saw employees treated that day made me hate Americans, man. I hate y'all. <laughs> all of y'all y'all are this so disrespectful. rude yes and obnoxious and you feel like people owe you something like these people are out here busting their butt for 14 dollars an hour Girl, that's retail for you to for be you. happy and i just that's i can't retail. it's despicable yeah everybody look down on retail workers like they are superior to them listen if all the retail workers quit tomorrow all y'all would be screwed real screwed yeah and that's what people don't realize like these retail workers keep us going you're not gonna have no shoes no clothes no hats no makeup no nothing you not without the retail workers in that store to run through that little self-checkout you're not even gonna be able to talk on your phone because you were so rude to the retail workers that they quit that everybody at verizon or at&t quit you know nothing and life with no customer service. <laughs> and it's and you don't have to be uber nice, but you don't got to be rude either. Like you can just be like, yes, no, okay. Just but you don't have to be like yelling. You be treated. Yeah, you know. Listen, everybody and, just treat everybody like you want to be treated, and 
Everything and this was the only warning I'm giving to everybody for the entire holiday season. Don't let me catch you being rude to somebody inside that store around Christmas time because I'm going to say something to you. I'm going to be that person. I'm going to pull out my camera. I'm going to record you and I'm going to say something to you. You know, I'm going to straight be that. When they in there, like, let me talk to your manager. I'm like, ma'am, let me talk to your manager. Where your husband at? Where your family at? Oh, you running the show by yourself? Good. Good. Because I'm about to hurt your feelings. You know, and it's crazy to me because you'll see it. And then those same people will go home to their Wendy's job and feel like they're above somebody. That makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. But um, anyways, anyways, so I am thankful for all the people that feel like they're not essential workers that are really essential workers that help keep the, the base of this country going. Without these retail shops and stuff like that here in my city, we wouldn't be a city. We we wouldn't be we wouldn't be known at all. Because that's all it is here is more or less the tourists coming to buy. So, so y'all need y'all retail workers. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, and the, the really sad part in this area, just, you know, to put it out there, is our retail workers don't make enough money to live in the area. A lot of our retail workers have to drive in like 40 minutes to be able to work in this area because it's so expensive to live here um, that that you can't. And I say it's so expensive to live here, but the prices here are just expensive to the people here. It doesn't match what you make. You know, you can't live in a house over here on $14 an hour. It's honestly impossible. You know, so out in this area, that's just kind of how it is. Um, so, so what's your um superficial thankful? So, like my random item that I'm thankful for. Yeah. <sighs> All right, I kind of want to show it to y'all, but it's not plugged in yet. But I got it today, and it's called the Whoop. And so a week ago, if you'd asked me what I'm thankful for, and we had this conversation, I would tell you this. This is my Fitbit. Um, so I know a lot of people know what a Fitbit is. It just people, most people just use it to count their steps. I use it to regulate my heart rate, uh, make sure that my heart's not going crazy. I also use it to regulate um, my resting heart rate's high right now. Um, it's probably because I'm excited. Um, but mm-hmm. I also use it because it does this sleep thing where it tells you that how long you slept the night before. And for me, that's a very important number because it measures how much energy I will have for that day. Um, but the whoop is a watch that, well, a bracelet. They don't call it a watch. They call it a bracelet because it doesn't tell you the time. So I'm not going to get the time off of it, but that's okay. I don't really use, everybody uses their cell phones for the time. I'll be wearing this and still check my cell phone for the time. Um, so the whoop tells you at what point you need to rest. So if I'm going through my day and let's say, let's say I wake up at four. So people that... People that know me know I try really hard to go to bed at the same time every night. It never works, but I try really hard. 
Um, <laughs> so, but sometimes I don't fall asleep till one o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I fall asleep immediately. I typically don't sleep longer than five hours. Never have been, never have. I, I don't know if I ever will. Either way, thank you very much, Josh. Josh is liking the live on TikTok. Um, Hi, Josh. So, one of the biggest things for for me was, yeah, okay, I wake up at five a.m. and then I start my day. But those also know me know that if I start my day at five a.m., I'm probably going to be at work by seven. I'm probably going to work till about seven or eight at night. Then I'm going to eat dinner, do everything I need to do in the evening. And go to bed. And so I'm up that entire time. So I only got that five hours of rest. But I actually need a lot more rest than that. Um, And with the things that I'm going through, I need to be able to sleep whenever I need that rest. It's the only way I'll be able to keep going without creating a physical issue for myself. So this whoop bracelet will literally kind of like count down. Like it'll be like, okay, your heart rate's changing. Your energy levels are changing. Your steps are getting slower. Hey, man, you need a nap. You need rest. And this whoop bracelet that they've created has been created for situations like that where we need to make sure that, um, thank you, Josh. We're already up to 350 likes. Um. <laughs> So, sorry, back to the wood bracelet. So, that's it's more or less a bracelet that tells you when you need the proper amount of rest and what you need to do to get it. You know, whether you need to take a nap or whether you need to slow down, if your heart rate's too fast. So, more or less, it's a medical bracelet that helps track a lot of a lot more health in detail. Gotcha. So, it was something that was highly recommended by my doctors. So, I went ahead and got it. Um, with the help of my best friend, I know I just wanted to give her a little quick side shout out right there. Um, so <laughs> thank you, Sheena, for dancing for I know. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's. So if I had to say I was thankful for any physical thing, it would probably be that. Um, I um I know everyone hears to hate, hates to hear this. I would have said coffee too, but I'm actually in a love hate relationship with coffee because what? Three I weeks from now, coffee. Three weeks from now, I might have to give it up. Oh no! Um, unless I mean I don't know. I'm gonna ask if I can stand the mushroom coffee. I just don't know if I can stand regular coffee. Um, um but. I still gotta order me some of the mushroom coffee. So if y'all see me on here with my lashes glued on upside down and <laughs> you ain't had um, coffee in a while. <laughs> and and you know, my hair's not looking in place or something like that. Just ignore me. Just ignore me. I'm I'm weaning myself off coffee a little bit. So if I didn't have no coffee that day, um, we'll we'll see how it turns out. We'll see if I'm cute oh, that night or what? not. <laughs> I'll drink a cup for you. I'm be like, this is in honor of my girl Amanda. Drink this Unless coffee. you know how to transfer that caffeine into my bloodstream. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I know how to do that. So what is the one thing, this is just a random question I just kind of thought of. What is the one thing that you wish that you would have been more grateful for when you were a child? Oh. That was a hard one, right? Because I don't even know my answer yet, but I asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Okay, you're going to make me think tonight. I know, I got to think too. So what was I thankful for as a what child? Were you, no, what do you regret not being more grateful for? Oh. Like now that you're an adult, because you know, as a kid, everything was superficial. Like, yeah. oh no, I'm not thankful for Thanksgiving. They didn't even make chocolate pie. What? I was, I would say the fact that I didn't have to pay any bills. Or had any, like, real responsibilities. (laughs) Um, Shoot. Staying in the child plays a lot longer than I was trying to get out of. Yeah. But you're, I mean, you were a female. And, I mean, we might have been 80 babies, but we grew up in the 90s. We were too young in the 80s to be growing up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we grew up in the 90s. Growing up in the 90s, we all grew up fast, man. What it was just a I don't know what happened. It's like it's like when we was in the eighties, Paul Abdul was like everybody be grown, and then we had the nineties, and all of us was grown. We was all like Janet Jackson, Montel Jordan, <laughs> in it up, and people were like, "Why is she so grown?" And I'm like, "Do you know what we listen to? Like, have you heard our music?" <laughs> right, we was like eight listening to Color Me Bad, Matt Genuine. <laughs> I remember when Color I Me was Bad like 10 was years old out. singing Pony at the bus stop. Oh, God, yes. I think I was like, what, like five or six in the car where my mom was talking about, ooh, I want to sex you up, all the kind of stuff. <laughs> Listen, I remember throwing a fit and being mad at my mother in elementary school flipping out i was like nine flipping out on her because i wanted to be in the talent show and back then you know that's before i grew up and and ruined my voice and my singing but um when i was young i used to sing me and my little sister had our little group or whatever so i wanted to be in the talent show so bad and she was like okay well what song you want to sing and she was like come sing it for me because you know my mama my mama was a realist she didn't want me to embarrass myself so she was like Mm -hmm. come sing it for me Girl, please tell me why at nine years old I wanted to sing As We Lay <laughs> in the school talent show. <laughs> no. I sure did. My mom was like, you cannot sing that song. <laughs> and I was like, why not? You hate me. You don't want me to have no friends. <laughs> not As We Lay. Okay, let's talk about that song oh. for a minute cuz since you opened up the door. Okay. Why why did you want to sing? First of all, I want to know why did you pick that song? First off, I need y'all to know <laughs> that as a 9-year-old, I didn't understand lyrics. I just knew I sounded good singing them. Okay, I can get that. I can get that cuz so the melody I didn't understand. That was a melody, good song, you know. Yeah, was, yeah that was a good song and, and for that, talent show. That was a good song but, for range too. And I had range. Right, I had right. different range. So, but okay. that's I, so I wanted to sing that one or I wanted to sing um and she was going to let me do this one, but my little sister come be in a talent show with me and my I needed my little sister for backup to do Escape the Arms of the One Who Loves You. And so, because both of them had good range, but with Escape, you need the backup singer because there's four people in that group. Sure. Where it was as we lay, there was only one person, so I didn't need no backup. But what do you think at nine year old? What did you think the song was about? I don't know, girl. I probably didn't know at all. Honestly, like back then, I didn't know what the pony song meant. Meant I didn't. I was not. 
I don't want to say I was not as smart as I thought I was, but I don't think I cared what the lyrics were as long as I could see them, could sing them. Because I remember like yeah. that was that also was the day and age when we so we would sit around and wait. We would have to record stuff off of the radio. So mm-hmm, you would like you would hit record and then you have to pause <laughs> it for the commercials, commercials and then record the next song. <laughs> I used to just record music because I used to like the music, like the beat, like how the flow was, you know, the voice, the singer, the artist, how it sound over the beat. I I was just like you. I didn't really know what the um the lyrics was about. I just knew that it sounded good. I vibe to it, and if I I know I didn't know how to sing, but I thought I could sing right along with them. Oh, girl, me too. Listen, I swore I was I was like, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be a white girl R&B singer and everybody's going to love me. Tell me that uh, <laughs> I wasn't part of Drew Hill. You girl, you remember Drew Hill into the Drew album came out. I knew that whole album by heart in my room doing the whole concert. I was in the Drew Hill concert. The whole girl. I, girl. You couldn't tell I, I wasn't part of that group. So there's a group called the Dixie Chicks. It's a country country group. You're um to this day riding in the car. If I turn on Dixie Chicks, I'ma put on a whole concert for every car around me and I'm not gonna care whatsoever. <laughs> I'ma just do I'ma do it big, I'm gonna be loud, I'm gonna be obnoxious, <laughs> I'm gonna be all goodbye early Hello? all the way down the highway. <laughs> Girls, um, music catch a vibe. That's, I mean, but that's okay. So that's because that's what we grew up in. You know what I mean? Like, I can tell you, I, I agree with you with what I took for granted. You know, I should have been more grateful, especially during Thanksgiving time, for the time with my family growing up. Um, I should have been more grateful for being a kid. Because, man, I rushed to grow up. Yeah. Me having to grow up so fast and getting exposed to different things I probably shouldn't have at an early age and just spent longer time just being a kid, doing kids stuff. Well, and I, so <laughs> let me ask you this. What were what materialistic thing were you most grateful for as a child? Like, what was that one item as a kid that everyone knew you was gonna have? Because you just loved that item. That was your item. I don't think I ever had one item like that. You didn't have a safety item at all, even like through your teenage years. It was school. Like a book my bag note- or a certain hoodie? My Your notebook? My journal, because I used to like to write. Like, that was my escape. So I, I Well, yeah, that's a safety journal. item. I, um, and I can understand that. I didn't actually, I didn't take my journals to school because I did one time. Um, in seventh grade, I took all my poetry to school and a girl stole it. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, we would have been fighting. She stole it and she never came back to that school. Like she was like, "Can I read your poetry?" And I guess that was her last day of the school, but I didn't know that. Um, and I was dumb and I let her hold it and I never got it back. Um, did you have a backup? No, 
No, those were poems I just lost. They're just out there in the world someday. So listen, if somebody ever meets a girl named Keisha and she has some poems that sound like an eight-year-old wrote them, they're mine. <laughs> Not Tell the her to give them back. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, I was writing since I was real young. So that's... Yeah, me too. But um, see, I didn't, but I, I never took my journals to school. I'm trying to think, like... Pins. I used to love, I'm still addicted to pins. Like, Listen, I had I, to have good pins in it. Like, there was, like, pins I fell in love with. You remember these pins? These pins? Yeah, oh, I remember I those. those. I got girl, gel I pins. I still write with these pins nowadays. Girl, I, I still write with one. glitter gel pens, girl. <laughs> All day. All day. I can't help it. Girl. But, so, I'm trying to think, though, like... So let me say this. I high school for me was really, really rough. Yeah. I wasn't in like regular classes. I was in something called the star program um, where I was off site. Sometimes I went through a lot in high school. I was on a 504 plan for an IEP um, for people who know, don't know what that is. It's a special plan for people that have any kind of disorder that can keep them out of school. I had I have social phobia, which is an anxiety disorder, the fear of embarrassment. So um, I wasn't in regular classing, cl- classing. I wasn't in regular classing because that made sense. I wasn't in regular classes. I just be making up stuff. I've been doing this all day, man. I don't, I don't know what's That's going what on. That's the new word um, of the night. So in classing, I was, um, <laughs> But I will say that part of my IEP, like my individual, whatever, I forgot what it's called. It's it's an individual education plan, IEP. Yep. So part of my IEP is they let me carry a pillow to school. Mm-hmm. And anytime things got too overwhelming, I was just allowed to go somewhere and take a nap, which is funny because I really feel like they should offer me that as an adult. Like anytime I just get overwhelmed, I should just be able to get my pillow and go take a nap somewhere. Um, but they don't offer that as an adult for some reason in the workplace. I should, I should definitely reach out to my um, company about that. I tell them I want an IEP for work, um, an, indivel- an individual. So I need an IWP, an individ- individual workplace plan. Um, so. But that's so I guess honestly, it was probably like my pillow. And it wasn't like I didn't ever take an actual pillow. I had like a hoodie that I would take and roll up and use. Um, But I can't really think of anything else. I wasn't I never had that one item that everyone just knew I was going to have. I am. I didn't really have a lot of friends either. So yeah, I always kept to myself. Unless hoop earrings, unless that's an option. I've been wearing these bad boys since like 1991. I was like, I say 19, I was six years old. I was not wearing hoops at six years old. <laughs> I love hoops. Um, so, I mean, but back then I was, I was, I don't want to say I was superficial as a child, but I was, I was spoiled. So yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't that superficial. Like I didn't. Because we didn't have a lot, so I wasn't hung up on nothing. Um, yeah, I wasn't hung up on, like, having items because I knew that we didn't have a lot. Or we wasn't, you know, I didn't expect to have a lot. 
<laughs> See, that's kind of weird because so. I feel like I had the same opinion. Like, I didn't expect a lot, but... And not to say that my mother had bukus of money or anything like that, y'all. She did. But my mom went above and beyond every single year to make sure that we all had a good Christmas. You know what I mean? And she went above and beyond every Thanksgiving to make sure that the entire table was full and that anyone we knew that didn't have a house to go to could come to our house. We always knew that we could invite whoever and they could come have dinner with us. So I. Not that I ever expected anything from them, but there was never a time that we didn't just receive either, you know? So it's funny because I feel like I had the same opinion as you in a different situation, which then also goes to show that, Okay, so it goes to show that it's not people from the same, more or less, um, income brackets. It's the way you raise your children that creates their mindset. You know, my mother never raised us to be like, oh, you have this or you have that. We didn't have a lot. We, I, mean, I remember living in a two-bedroom apartment, sharing a room with both my sisters, <laughs> you know, and... And we made it work. We all we had a bunk bed, and two people slept on the bottom, one people slept, one person slept on the top. That's just how it worked, you know. So I remember growing up like that. It's not like we had a lot, but we also my mom always made sure that we had whatever it is, more or less, that we wanted that year for Christmas. And it wasn't like big stuff. We didn't ask for like cars. We asked for like Furbies because. When we grew up in the 90s, we played outside, so we didn't need tablets and <laughs> cell phones. And we were like, hey, can I get a jump rope? Hey, can I get a skip it? Mm -hmm. You know, and those were, yeah, those items. You know, so that's, it was a different world back then than it is you now. Couldn't, you couldn't, we hated to be in the house. Like, nowadays, kids, they don't want to go outside. Like, they can be confined all day to their room and be a-okay. And to be up, like, 104 degrees and they be in hoodies. They're like built yeah, different, man. I would have lost my freaking mind if you told me I was confined to my room and I couldn't come out and go outside. It, it was a different world back then. You know, back when you and I were growing up, people played outside. You drank water from the water hose and it wasn't contaminated and it wasn't going to kill you. <laughs> and and you rolled around in the grass and you made fun of the neighbors and you know, we didn't do all this. Oh, I'm I'm going to popsicles. <sighs> and you didn't cyber bully. Man, if you were trying to be a bully when we were growing up, you got beat up at the bus stop by everybody. Right. You know, everybody watched each other's back. Your friends, you knew where your friends were at because all their bicycles were outside of one person's house. The good old days. You man, know, growing now up in kids, the nineties, man, the nineties was that like was the best the generation, best, the best time. It was. The it was. It was. The, it was the best and, for everything. Best time for growing up. Best time for music, R and B, hip hop, all all kinds of music. And people say people nowadays. will say no, it wasn't. But we were the beginning of the technological era. We introduced technology to the world. 
You know, we were the ones that experienced it, said how to create it better. You know, we were the ones that were able to do all those things and, and make it work right. And people are like, oh, da da da, that wasn't your. No, it was definitely. I remember being 13 years old and playing Oregon Trail in Carmen San Diego on mm-hmm. our parents' first computer. And the computer <laughs> itself was huge. And the monitor yes. was like the size of a tablet. Girl, I used to love going to computer class so I could play Oregon Trail. <laughs> Girl, I hated Oregon. I always died. I oh, it wouldn't make no sense. It would be like, <laughs> um, your your entire wagon froze overnight and with no food. You all have perished. You must start again. I hated Oregon Trail. I, I loved love Carmen San Diego game. though. Oh, Carmen love... San Diego was my I didn't game. Like Carmen that. San. See, she was always in Mount Rushmore. Yeah, Oregon Trail was my game. I loved Oregon Trail. Mm. That must have been like the the game for all every computer class because like everybody knows who what Oregon Trail is. If you grew up in the nineties, you knew what Oregon Trail was. Listen, I used to love computer class because there would be like one day a week that they would let you do whatever. Like you had to learn how to mm-hmm. type. So they would like put this little thing over your fingers and let you not see when you was typing. It'd be like this little piece of paper. Um, But then one day a week you get to play games or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so you go in there like every Friday or whatever. You get to play Oregon Trail all day or whatever else. I I used to use the little paint option. I used to try to make little pictures with the paint to make a book cover or something. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah, I used to rush. paint when it first came out. Girl, no days we used to rush to class. I could be the first one to grab the Oregon Trail because you know they only had about two, three of them. So yep. you had to take turns. I wanted to be the first one. Then if I couldn't get on Oregon Trail, I would just go to the paint and, yep. and start doodling and stuff. See, that, those are the good days. And, yeah, that's when life made sense. <laughs> yeah, that's so when we didn't have to spend $800 on groceries. Right. Um. <laughs> Sell a kidney to lead to live and <laughs> keep the lights wait, on. <laughs> wait, do you know secret? She know who's buying kidneys. Oh, I don't know. The I gotta pay rent next month, man. <laughs> you just, just let me know who I send that picture to, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm about to start me an OnlyFeed account. Is that what it's called? OnlyFeed or something? OnlyFeed, OnlyFans. <laughs> No, I meant like where you sell the feet pics. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> me either. Yeah. We got If I'm anybody gonna... knows, y'all reach out to me and Put let me know on. where I sell the like, feet pics. Right. Only feet, right? Yeah. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start me and my. I'm gonna start my own. We y'all. I'm gonna start an only feet. Y'all. Y'all sign up for oh, mine. Uh, don't follow her. Huh. <laughs> Just, just uh, let's say we gonna make it cool too. Like you can only do left feet. All right, so it's gonna be an all left foot only feet. All right, gonna y'all. Make money. How much you gonna charge for them pitches? Y'all can charge whatever you want. I want ten percent off the top. Y'all good? You know, but that, that's <laughs> some crazy. It's some crazy ways you can people make money nowadays. Listen, yes, there's a girl. And y'all, I know that we're going over. We promise we're we're wrapping it up. But I am. Um, I was reading an article about this girl that she sits on live like this, like but on TikTok or on YouTube, and she eats. 
oh, she yeah, eats I'm like chicken and cookies yeah. and and people send her money for that and all i can think is like dang you know 10 years ago i could have made that work 10 years ago i could have sat in front of you and ate all day long and and been great at it i not good at it now i i can't eat it's anything so anymore no um, it's, it's, it's crazy unless wait, people... unless are any of y'all into people eating celery? Because if so, like I'm going to also start an only celery account. Are you just sitting there eat celery? Yes, like it's crunchy and it's healthy and <laughs> it's full of water and nutrients for your skin. Come on, y'all! Only celery, nobody. Okay, Ooh, we should just uh, start a, a live where we just tell. Like crazy knock knock jokes, and we can just blow up and get paid. Or we could, hey, we could do a dad jokes one. I'm pretty good at dad jokes. I'm not really good at knock knock jokes. I only know one knock knock joke. You probably know <laughs> I knock, don't knock. know any. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Knock knock. Knock knock. You can't say knock knock. You got to say who's there. Oh, who's there? Orange. Orange. Sheena, you're not very good at <laughs> knock-knock jokes, man. You're supposed to say orange who? Orange who? Knock-knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Listen, and I just did the whole joke backwards, just so you know. You're supposed to say banana <laughs> twice. And then the third time you're supposed to say orange. <laughs> and when they say orange, who used to say orange? I'm glad I didn't say banana. And I just did the whole joke backwards. And not one of y'all stopped me. Not one of y'all. Not on Facebook. Not on YouTube. Not on Twitch. Not on not on TikTok. And then none of y'all say nothing. All so y'all watching here watching following me. you up. <laughs> like, what kind of knock knock joke is this? This is not how I remember knock knock jokes. <laughs> All y'all just sitting there watching me be be dumb. I appreciate it, y'all. And you tell me nice I don't know to how know. to do knock knock jokes, and I was like, okay, maybe I forgot how to do I t- knock. <laughs> I told you I don't know how to do. I said I I only know one knock knock joke, and apparently I know it wrong. So y'all don't follow. I don't know no knock knock jokes. Well, we'll stick to the dad joke. We'll stick we to the have dad to, joke, man. I'm I'm about to quit being a comedian today. <laughs> I'm going to just have to stop. And I'm, listen, I'm really good with stand-up usually, but my brain's not working right Yo, the last, like, two really, weeks. We can really do that. We should just do a live of jokes and tell us jokes listen, that we messed I'm, up. And just, girl, people I'm selling their feet and making money or sitting in front of people eating and blowing out. We can sit and tell jokes and blow up. I'm in. I'm so in, y'all. In fact, um... We're going to start tomorrow. Who wants to do a knock-knock joke competition tomorrow at 2? <laughs> right. Anybody gonna, got some good see, knock-knock jokes? Tomorrow, Google going to go up and uh, knock-knock searches. And you know what, y'all? This is actually reminding me of something. What's we that? are on our last week of our contest. Oh. So while yes. we're right here... Hi. Show everybody to watch again. Yep. I'm going to pull this out. Now, there is one person 
that has been going really above and beyond, and I think they know who they are. But we got this watch. That's for TikTok to see well. I'm going to bring it down here. Try to let Riverside, Facebook. This watch, all you have to do to be entered into the drawing for this watch. And again, we will get it to you within the first week of December. Um, so that you can use it as a gift if you want to for the holidays. All you have to do is make sure that you like uh, our, our page. That you share us with your friends. That you comment on different items. Or you share our lives. It's not really hard to do. And also if you at any point have purchased a virtual coffee for us. It automatically puts five draws into um, our drawing at the end. Um, So for every like. You get every like that you put on something. You get a name draw. Your name goes into the pot. So if you go on and you like 3,000 items of ours, guess what? You get 3,000 names in the jar. So it's really cool the way that we do it. Um, And we're just doing it to, of course, get our name out there a little bit more. But we will announce the winner of that. Sorry. On next week's live. So y'all just take some time this week and try to bring out some more friends to get on here so they can work with us next week. Next week is our final current events for the year. So that'll be a fun one. Um, and then if anybody has any questions, if they want to reach out, if you, if we said anything about Thanksgiving that you found offensive, please reach out to us, let us know, because we'd be more than happy to clear the air or to go ahead and put out anything that you say that we have said wrong. We would love to hear it. So again, we will see y'all next week. But for now, we're two people, two two opinions, opinions, real talk. talk. Y'all have a good night. Good night.